that, I want to just say quickly, I was at work today, and I went out to get a cup of coffee, and got in my car, turned my key, and nothing. And I was like, my first thought was, we are not supposed to record tonight. (laughs) Logan's car broke down yesterday? Yesterday. And then my car, this morning, broke down. Well, thank God I don't Wait, so what, what, how'd you fix your it, car? The battery is dead. I oh, had to get it jumped. jumped. That's a significantly smaller how, problem. But listen, listen, if you believe in divine intervention, maybe something terrible will happen to one of us tonight. <laughs> well, it's already happened to me and you. That leaves Jared. No, no, there's something something else. I mean, I'm, We're getting, not, a, I'm getting on a plane in the morning. Oh, so no. can, we not, can we not talk about this? <laughs> Just saying, it seems like we're not supposed to be here. Something's trying to stop us. No, we're supposed to be here. Yeah, this well, is going to be the best goddamn episode. Yeah. I got a convertible out of the deal. Okay. See, that's I'm, a plus. That's, that's, a, plus that's a plus. Yeah, maybe something phenomenal will happen. I've had a fantastic day after I got out of the parking lot of Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask this important question, though. Is it a Sebring? No. Okay. It's okay. a Beetle. Okay. All right, it's a Beetle work. convertible. It's, it's darn cute. Let's yep. just imagine you pulling up like a Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So... Should we introduce Dylan? Yeah, we will. Well, but okay. I feel like people are hearing, hearing, hearing his voice. I know, oh. so because I got to do the actual thing. Well, last time you used this stuff, I know. which I thought I did. well, <laughs> which I'm going to. Okay, but I just, just roll into the show. I'm I got to go saying. into the introduction people of the hear show. An extra voice, you know, like, like, who is kind of like for for right now. What's up, everybody? Right. And welcome to another episode <laughs> of Team Chat Podcast. Your ears are fine. You're not wearing the headphones. I'm wearing the headphones. That's I did true. it to my damn self. That's true. <sighs> but this is another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Aloha. And to my left, Zachary Parks. What's up? And now, for the first time, we have a fourth microphone, finally. And finally. we've therefore our first official guest, Mr. Dylan Biles. What's Woo! up, nerds? How's it going? <laughs> Dorks. Dorks. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> so, Dylan has been a supporter of us on Patreon since the beginning of this. What was that? Weird accent. But, uh, and so, I've known Dylan also for a few years now. Yeah, about yeah. Uh, three or four years, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, it's a friendship. Yeah, it is. It's a friendship. It is. It is. We were saying earlier before we started recording that this is kind of like a blast from the past because we both both used to work together at an old job, and uh, I would do like level checks, audio level checks mm-hmm. and stuff for Dylan for whenever we do some video stuff together. So it's kind of like <laughs> a nice, uh, yeah. yeah everything circles back around. Good old days. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So before we kick off into the main topic of the episode, which we will get to in a second, and is provided by. Dylan. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we have to. If it sucks. You can blame the guy. <laughs> We're gonna scrap the episode. We do have <laughs> unusable. Dylan's like gonna list on Tuesday. Like this is not the episode I was on. I told all my friends. <laughs> we do a whole different one. Everyone doesn't believe me now. I'm a failure. But we do have a couple of listener emails, which you can also send us by sending us an email at teamchatpodcast.gmail.com following us on Twitter. This is important. Okay? It, gets old. it never gets old because it's important. This is how people reach us. That's how we get these fun emails. That's from true. Everyone. That's true. And so you can also follow us on Twitter at teamchatpodcast, like us on Facebook, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. The first email is from Andrew Bro Mogan. <laughs> Bro Mogan. He says, and it's kind of long, so I'll try to speed read this. Yeah, but long. He says, Dear TCP, a very belated hello to you all. I've been meaning to email for a long time, but thanks to school, I've consistently been several weeks behind the show. In school. fact, 
I didn't realize my sp- sister specifically called me out until a two week, just two weeks ago, <laughs> even though the call out was months ago as of this email. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to say great job to you all on an awesome podcast. I'm normally not a podcast person, but hearing you guys talk about some of my favorite games as well as games I have never played is always refreshing and entertaining. You guys have great chemistry and always do a great job of listening to and building off one another. And now... Here's my super late list of some of my favorite games pertaining to some of your topics. Holy moly. <laughs> Starting off with his favorite games. The whole Souls or Bloodborne franchise. Uh, so Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all Logan's that. Logan's nodding. This sounds right. Metroid Prime 1 and 2. Yes. Specifically right. not the third one. Right one on. He's the, got it right. The Legend of Dragoon. Yes. Of yes. The only two players. <laughs> the in only the world. two players left. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah. I've always wanted to play that. Undertale and too many others to list. Ooh. Offline multiplayer, Smash Brothers Melee and Wii U, Kirby Air Ride and Mario Party Four. Hmm. Weapons: The Patriot from Metal Gear Solid Three and Four, which Zach should really play. Power bombs in Super Metroid and the Northern Regalia from Demon Souls. Most difficult games: Dark Souls Three, the true genocide playthrough of Undertale. That sounds dark. Yeah. Mega Man X. That's the letter X, not the Roman numeral. He's and right. the GameCube remake of the original Resident Evil. DLC. Yeah, hey, I like that. Resident Evil's a good game. Well, the remake's great, yeah. Yeah. All of the uh, DLC, all of the Souls or Born games have <laughs> phenomenal DLC. I keep that saying, saying like Jason Bourne. Games. We just call them Souls Born in our house. Souls Born. Souls oh, so Born. Okay, so that's what he's saying. Souls Born games have phenomenal <laughs> DLC. Also, the Left Behind DLC for The Last of Us. I generally don't buy DLC, though. Games that exceeded expectations, Demon's Souls. I bought it after reading a few, reading a preview in some gaming magazine, and at the time, there was absolutely nothing like it. I had no idea it would be, it would spawn one of my favorite franchises, second only to the first two Metroid Prime games. Specifically, again, not the third one. <laughs> Still, one of the best Souls-Borne games, if, it ta- if a bit rough around the edges. Favorite soundtracks are Undertale, Metroid Prime 1 and 2. Again, specifically not the yeah, third one. Yeah, yeah, he's very uh, set in his ways. And Taken, Tekken, not Taken, Tekken 2. Ooh, Tekken, that's two with Liam Tekken 2 was yeah. our first Tekken fighting. Two. Tekken 2. He's a good I'm character to use. <laughs> I bet she'd be good. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Andrew Bro Mogan. Finally reaching out. That's awesome. That should be his Twitter handle. I don't think he has a Twitter. Well, Andrew Bro Mogan, get a Twitter. Undertale. He mentioned Undertale a couple of times. You've played Undertale. I have. Dylan, have you played Undertale? No, I never have. We, I really want to play that I game. certainly did not do a genocide run. Is that <laughs> I, I play as pacifist as you can. <laughs> genocide is when you kill all the things. Oh. And I'm like, I'll kill none of the things. No, that's horrible. It's like you're dishonored. <laughs> We're very I'm different. Not even here. I'm not even here. You don't even know I'm here. I'm out the window. <laughs> uh, second email. Is from my buddy and Dylan's buddy, Johnny Q. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Uh, he says, first off, all of you have a great show and love it. Good to- good job, Team CP. So I do listen every week and always want to email in and then don't, but not this week. Being honest, I saw a music soundtrack episode and was like, nah, pass. What? But then finished what? all my other podcasts what? and this episode automatically started and was too lazy to pull my phone out of my pocket and stop it. So I said, ah, okay, fine. That's Sorry. the team chat podcast sweet spot. Right there. Like, Pretty much. Easy to turn it off. Yeah, that, that's the target audience yeah. we're going for. Sorry if that's harsh, but that's the, the truth. Well, at least he's honest. But he says, but it was a gr- it was great and is now one of my favorite episodes you've oh, done. Oh, right Great job on. and sorry for the lack in faith. 
JQ. Wow. Yeah, yes. I appreciate the honesty. Jared, stop talking about the last of us ending. I'm still not finished. Ooh. I you think spoiler warning. Snap. You said spoiler the whole time. Although I realized after he sent me this email, I didn't say it in the music episode. So whoops. whoops. Well, whoops. the previous episode, spoiler warning yeah. still applied, right? Were, I would think. Yeah. After yeah. every word you were saying spoiler. I was, because <laughs> I didn't spoiler, want to spoil it for anyone. Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> and our final email comes from our good friend Antonio. Yes. And I love this question because it's one that I've thought about. And we'll all get opinions on this and on this one. But we never had time to bring it up, so I'm glad that Antonio did. He says, keeping it short and sweet, what foods fuel your inner gamer chamber? <laughs> Hot wings, potato chips, pizza, kale, quinoa, baked That's ziti. That's a great question. Do you game and eat? Is that a no-no or a hell yes? <laughs> the world wants to know. P.S. What diet do you guys take up to wreck those noobs and Smash Bros and other head-to-head games? Any recommendations? Hashtag gamer gains. What diet did slash does leaderboard Zach take up to get shredded and straight frag fools in competitive Halo? Feel free to respond at your convenience or leisure with additional questions, comments, and concerns. I have long awaited this question. I'm so excited. Such a great right. I can't believe we've never thought of this before. That's a good question. It is a good question. But see, it's one I thought of, but like like I said, I've never figured out how to be able to actually put it in the episodes. This is great that somebody else did it. Did the work for me. But I mean normally I will say. Yes, I do love to eat and game. Oh, never. You never do it? No, never, never. I have to focus, mm. and I suck at eating. And video <laughs> games. Those are two things I'm bad at, back yeah. to back. <laughs> I got to keep them separate if I want to have any chance. Just can't multitask. Just, just, just got to keep them separate. <laughs> I eat and game. And my friends on Xbox Live will tell you, if you met them, that I eat only crunchy things. <laughs> they're all you your mic on? Yeah. They're like, God, please, oh, what are you eating no. now? And always, almost always, it's nachos and salsa. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, it feels like nachos are kind of the perfect gaming food, and here's why. Because you can take one in a little break that you have. You don't have to like pause exactly. the game or anything. Take one, eat it. And if they go cold, they still taste good because yep. nachos cold still taste good. That's I agree. I go got a fantastic point. See, my normal, I'm going to call it like bachelor night food that I use, <laughs> that I had when I was when before I met Sam and all that stuff. My Friday nights consisted of normally going watching a movie b- before I got super into gaming and stuff like that. But I would go get a hot and ready's Little Caesars, <laughs> five bucks, mm-hmm. full pizza. That's all you need, and uh, normal and what like some a bottle of Coke or something like that. I eat the whole damn thing. One sitting. But the problem is, with gaming, you got to be careful with that. That's Pizza greasy, has man. greasy. Yeah. Yeah. Grease gets on your thumbsticks. Yeah. Before you know it, your aim is yeah. all over the place. I know. Not, you get that, that crud on your controller. Yeah, yeah. nobody wants that. No. Yeah. But I will have to say, my number one gaming food mm-hmm. of choice, technically it's a drink. Please don't say Mountain Dew. Say beer. Zach's close. <laughs> is it Surge? No, it's not oh. Surge. Monster Energy drink? It is the... Every once in a while, once in a blue moon, came out a lot with around the Halo games. Halo 3 specifically is when I got into it. Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Mountain that Dew. shit is delicious. <laughs> it's Mountain Dew. That was right. It's Mountain Dew. <laughs> they knew their target. They did. They totally. straight up called it Game Fuel. And they yeah. only released it, I think, Halo 3, Halo 4, and Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> they came is when they've come out did with it. Did you have Doritos with it, too? <laughs> no, I didn't actually have Doritos yeah, with it. Because combo. chips are expensive. <laughs> Especially Doritos. I don't, have, I don't have the money for such don't high taste. Doritos. You were, the, you were the target audience for the I was, Dew. and I ate that shit up. Yeah. Oh. Drank that shit you up. all about it. Speaking of drinks, I mean, first of all, I'm a firm believer, water, ice water in something that's a large container that will stay cold because you got to stay hydrated, but you don't want to load yourself down with soda and you'll drink a lot because you're not paying attention. True. So I'm a firm believer in water. However, 
there were two dark weeks of the soul where I was playing Madden and I brought home two forties every night. Wow. And, Madden, and, and, and that game has never been more fun for me. I bet you that was a blast. Than when I was drinking, I can't, man, I can't remember what it was, Colt 45 or something like that, drinking both of them and then just crashing and going to bed. Uh. It was, it was not my finest hour, but it's a way to go. Nice. Nice. I, when I drew, that's another question we don't talk about drinking and gaming. You know. We talked about it a lot on episode twenty one. I don't remember specifically actually talking about in the memory. Of that <laughs> I specifically don't remember talking about like drinking while playing. Video one time, games. I normally don't do that. I mean, I'll have like a beer or something like that. Sometimes, but not like throwing back shots. I did one time. With a buddy shots, of mine. No, me we neither. played. We played. Uh, well, because we were playing games and throwing back shots. We played Halo Reach, and we were doing it competitively. And we were like, okay, take a shot every time you die. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. That's we took a lot of shots yes. and we got really. Messed I up. would be fine. I'd be sober by the end of the whole thing. <laughs> Zero deaths. Halo. It's 25 and 0. Uh, that is and there ridiculous. is a sweet spot that like sometimes I'll be drinking and playing Halo and like two or three beers and I'm like really focused yep. on like what's yep. going on yep. and it's like a little bit more fun. It's 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 interesting. I know it's hard to get that sweet spot though. That was what was great about those Madden. Yeah, games, I feel like I just have, 140 have this stretch where you're doing great and yeah. it would really fall off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm tired. Uh, okay, so. Those are our questions out of the way. Thank you, everyone. Johnny, Br- Andrew, Bromogan, Bro and Antonio for those excellent questions. But now it is time to jump in to the show's topic. And since Dylan has the topic, I will let him introduce it. Oh, my. So much pressure. Well, <laughs> let's get this just a little bit closer. You guys have talked a decent amount about this particular genre of games, but in just kind of passing, like, here's your favorite game or here's your favorite you know, weapon or things like that. But let's dig into role-playing games. That's what I'm saying. Let's like really dig into role-playing games and just have like a free-flowing conversation yeah. about role-playing games. I mean, reiterating the favorite ones or whatever, but let's just talk about it. Let's just get into it. Okay. Nice. Nice. I like so, it. So in preparation for this, I know I've talked about it uh, but and wanting to do it, but in preparation for this episode specifically, because I knew you would be on it. I started The Witcher 3. Okay. Oh, I saw finally, you playing finally. that last night. Yeah, you yeah. like patted him on the back when you well, did. I didn't know, job. Jared, you got The Witcher 3. I got it when I got my Xbox One. I got it on Black Friday. That's right. But you I have was so playing many like, games that you have that you don't haven't played. Because there's, just I just have odd. a backlog. Because I'll pick them up on like a sale or something. Yeah. I'm like, I will play this eventually. Why not get it now? Right. But I remember you logged on. I was on playing Overwatch. And I said, The Witcher 3. Yeah. <laughs> and so I knew this one. I was like, I want to get some time into this. So... Dylan and I could talk about it, and I'll actually know what he's saying. Yeah, because so, yeah, I figured it would probably come up in your. In it's, your it's up there for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I played about two and a half hours, I think. Nice, and <laughs> I love it. Right on. I mean, I like the the first Witcher that I've been playing on my computer and stuff like that. But this this one's awesome. Well, see, that was the first Witcher, and Witcher Three is the first one I've played, so I don't know any of the other games. Yeah, but I don't really know them that I've much I've never either. even heard anyone mention a Witcher 2. Like, was there one? <laughs> there was. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> Assassin. Just one straight Witcher's to three. Great. Witcher 3 is great. Yeah. <laughs> Assassin, <laughs> Assassination of Kings is what it was called. Yeah, okay. it sounds like. Um, or Assassins <laughs> of Kings. Like something <laughs> like that. Um, I have that one too, but, you know, I would, my original thought was I was going to play through Witcher 1, Witcher 2, then go to Witcher 3, but now I'm just like, I, yeah, I would nobody got time for that. No way, dude. Orders yeah, for Witcher so. three. I, in yeah. theory, it's nice, but dude, yeah, just play Witcher three. It's nice because it's the, like I, I rec- I've played enough of the first Witcher that I know some of the backstories, some of the things, but not an, and, But I don't feel like I'm in a hole and yeah. know what's going on. I don't even so. know. Is it the same guy mm-hmm. each? Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Huh. Yeah. But no. And you, and you definitely. It feels like you definitely pick up 
some of the story from Witcher 2 just going through Witcher 3, but you don't yeah. have to have it to, like... No. Gotcha. And I'm pretty sure if I wanted to, I could go and look up an article that's like, here's the Witcher to get you caught up. I did for that for Witcher a little 3. while, and it was just kind of like, ah, eh, this is boring. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, reading the plot of a video game is never quite as fun as um, playing. I do that right. all the time. <laughs> I have spent many hours reading fan theories <laughs> on many of my favorite games. I contribute quite a bit to the Legend of Dragoon wiki. I'm sure you're a good moderator of that site. <laughs> But no, that game is, uh, like I said, I've only played like three hours. Now, let me, what difficulty did you play it on? So I played it on, um, what is it, Blood and Stone? No, it's um, the Blood and, I can't remember, it's the second one. And then it's, it's the one where you will lose, you, your, your health won't regenerate. If you okay, sleep. that's what I'm playing on. How okay. is that? So, so far, because I, I, I'm two and a half hours in and I'm getting killed by like level two enemies yeah, yeah, on yeah. the regular. You, you, that's, that's one of the things that I love about <laughs> it. Is that you really fall. have to learn to fight. Like you really have to like learn some strategies to fight. And then I will say, go Quinn or go home. Quinn is your avenue to beating those guys. So that so in, in, oh, in Witcher the... three, you have these powers. Um, yeah, these that, words mean nothing. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just like, it's like your, magi- your magical, your magical uh, abilities. Yeah, yeah. It's, sort of like, it's sort of like shouts in, okay. in Skyrim or things like that. But um, Quinn is the one that just puts a, a force field around you oh, for okay, a few seconds right. or whatever. Oh. And, and I think it, your instinct is to always go ard. Which is the one that like it, it's like a force push, um, right? I, I was I was switching between that one and the fire, the fire yeah. one. Just, yeah, just every time this comes up, give me a complimentary Skyrim uh, magic <laughs> power, like a comparable <laughs> in the in the dragon voice though. In Fustura <laughs> is the pushback. I, I think all I could do is Fustura. Yeah, <laughs> the power of our thunes to get combined. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, well, okay, so that's what I was wondering because I because I was running into this and I was like, shit, am I going to get like. 30 hours into this game and then get to a boss or something that I just cannot beat. So I was like, yeah, I was do worried. I start over now and just go back? Because it's like, for, <laughs> and go back to difficulty level. Because I was like, I mean, I, again, I have this huge backlog. I don't have all the time in the world. So it's like, yeah. do I want to spend it all, like, you know, and just get to a point where I'm like, fuck. You like you make know? your character like, ah, I gotta start over. I know, exactly. So I don't know. So so no. So I wanted to ask you. Yeah. And, okay. But that makes me feel better. Well, I, cause I, actually, I think the first time I, I played it through twice actually because when the first DLC came out, I decided to start over and play it again and then catch up to the first DLC. And uh, I think the that the first time I played it on the second like most difficulty level where you could sleep and it would regenerate your your health or whatever. But um, when I played it through on the third one, it's a different, totally different game doing it that way. That's absolutely how you should do it because there's so much more strategy involved and so much. Well, more right, because I'm now about. like, oh, I actually because in the because in the <laughs> yeah, difficulty level that I was playing in The Witcher One. I would just meditate, you know, and that heals you and that heals you back and right. everything. So that was like, so I didn't feel the need to like buy food or anything like that. That would, re- that would regenerate. Mistake number one. <laughs> hey man, I mean, it's the first thing I do at every RPG. Where's the grocery store? <laughs> that grocery store, buy some, buy some bread, buy some pizza rolls, take Totino's pizza rolls, steak right. with you on just your That's a really bar, good. Say, show me your wares. Yeah, you get as much food as you way. can. Yeah. yeah. So where are your wares? So, so yeah. So, um, but no, yeah. So, but now s- this time it's it's like, yeah, you're right. It's I have to have food on hand. I have to have <laughs> things like this to be able to because easy monsters that that I encountered in The Witcher One are now kicking my ass mm-hmm. in Witcher Three. <laughs> and so, no. But you're uh, you're right. I agree. It's an extra level to it because you don't have that. All oh, just meditate and be fine to fall back on. And I do think there's enough in that game outside of like the main storyline and stuff like that where you, if you do find yourself in a place where you can't get past something, you can go grind for a little while and. and and, and yeah. build your character up and you'll be fine or switch some abilities around right like that because i was trying to go uh i was going from white orchard to where you talk to the 
the garrison about where Unifer is, right. if they'd seen her. Right. And on the way, I like ran into two monsters that had like the skull icon. It's like, no, you're not going to mm-hmm. beat these guys. And I was like, what? oh, it what tells you when you can't beat them. It's well, I've you can try. Uh, it's, just, it's just basically telling you this yeah. is certain death if you try. <laughs> yeah. Like, Does it happen the if they're like winning. a certain level above yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they do gotcha. scale. Like the, the monsters oh, okay. will scale as you level up. So it's not, I mean, there, there are areas where they're, st- they're gotcha. still low enough for you, but they will scale as you level up. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. So no, want to throw that one out there first. So yeah. we have something else to talk about <laughs> in yeah, this yeah, whole totally. thing, because you're also a huge fan of Elder Scrolls, right? Yeah. So I played, I mean, honestly, I feel like, when I played Morrowind, that was the one that kind of like opened up my eyes to what video games were gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember like, seeing Morrowind featured on X Play back wow. when it was just Adam Sessler. It's an old sentence. Wow. Morgan Webb wasn't even on it yet. It was just Adam Sessler, and he was showing Morrowind, and I was like, God, this looks boring. <laughs> <laughs> I went back recently and watched some Morrowind stuff on YouTube because I have a buddy that I would like to also co-host at some point. Uh, Morrowind was no. This is my chair now. Dylan's <laughs> 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 not leaving. We're gonna have to get. Fifth mic now. I, do, I will say I like the Ford. I do the too. Dynamics is nice. Gives I me somewhere else it. to look. <laughs> yes. ugly You're so sick of us, Jared. God. But he he talks about more when the way I talk about Oblivion. Mm-hmm. It's the some something about was that the first Elder Scrolls game that you played? Yeah, for yeah, sure. There, yeah. I think that just might have a lot to do with the first kind of adventure in Elder Scrolls is going to be your most memorable probably. I just remember there was this one time in Morrowind where I was just futzing around a city. I wasn't really you know doing much of anything, and I. I Lot picked my way into someone's house and stole everything they had (laughs) and then walked to the bar, saw that person in the bar, picked their pocket and took everything from their house and put it into their pocket. (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, this is incredible. Like the world could literally do. I think people would call that chaotic good. (laughs) That's where it's all the scale. It's interesting that is a memorable moment. That that resonates with me because a lot of my memorable moments in Bolivian, as I've said plenty of times on here, is not like the fighting or Mm -hmm. going around and doing the adventures. It's just like walking across a bridge and like for some reason or another there might be like a horse like floating down the river. (laughs) And they got there for a reason. Like right. something happened uh, way up in another town that that horse somebody there. pushed this horse in a river and it's you like know, I'm going to steal with it. That was me up in the town like pushing horses in you, know, you never know. I know. Because no, that's the thing about I've often said that RPGs are like my RPGs and open world action adventure are like my favorite games because there is this huge sense of you're not, you know, you are able to choose your own path. And that is huge, especially for being able to escape and make a world your own and everything that you're a part of. It's like Witcher, uh, when he has his dream sequence at the beginning and he, I, um, I'm in his, his chamber at Cal Morin, mm-hmm. uh, and he walks out onto the balcony and I just like looked around at the scenery and everything just like did a slow pan to look at it all because good God, like gorgeous scenery. And, and the same thing. I remember doing that with Dragon Age Inquisition uh, because just with the soundtrack of that game and all that stuff, it was it's very much has an epic feel like I described it kind of as like if you put the music of Dragon Age Inquisition over the scenes from Lord of the Rings where they're going across the mountains and all that stuff. And it's those wide sweeping helicopter mm-hmm. shots and everything like it would fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the whole like epic adventure feel of Dragon Age Origins. Same thing, like slow pans around the character to take in the whole atmosphere. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. I was mentioning to my friends last night that my favorite part of any RPG is the first thing I usually do. 
because there's a real sense that I haven't mucked anything up and my character's not all screwy and like unbalanced. Like I have like a real future ahead. Right. And like I don't know, you, it's really easy to kind of do the first thing correctly. It's always like hey, the go, initial optimism. Yeah, yeah, go talk to X, Y, or Z in the castle, and you're like, I go can clear out the rats. Yeah, and I can do that, and like I won't mess it up. But then you get down the line, you got like weird armor on, and you're like all over the place, and you're like, God, I wish I kind of did a lot of different things. Back in, you know, that's the thing about RPGs is a real consequence that uh, they, that occur, and good ones, and good mm-hmm. ones. You know, you right, feel them, right. and you're like, wow, my, my choices affect how my character develops and what happens in the game. You know, the good ones, again, the really good ones. I think there's also that, that cool moment where you have worked so hard to where you're basically invincible, but it's not like boring the way like if you set the difficulty level to too easy on a game, it's like you earned your way to that spot where no right. one can touch you. Like, right. that's a cool feeling, too, once you finally get there. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, so, where do we start about... I guess we're in it. I was about to say, I was yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't wait for oh, no, a point I, to say I, that. I thought we were wrapping up. <laughs> I thought, yeah, <laughs> oh. That's a good episode. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're done. Well, no, uh, what I was going to go, uh, I was going to ask, so like, what what are, I mean, I know we've all kind of talked about it. Yeah. Like, I would say probably because I've played the most, Dragon Age is my favorite se- mm-hmm. RPG series. Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls for you. Yeah. That's yeah, Elder Scrolls. Elder yeah. Scrolls. Although I will say that Witcher has made it difficult to go back and it's play that Elder good. Scrolls. It's yeah, that good. Yeah, man. It's, it's a, it's a, I need to play it. It's like taking good. the good parts of Elder Scrolls and then like really like polishing the apple, you know? Wow, I yeah. really need to play that. Movie. Yeah, you do. It's good. But you can't create your own character. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, that's, you no, can't. That's true. But it's like because that. that's a different style. But then, so that was where I was going at this. But then yours, your favorite is Dragoon? Yeah. Dragoon? Because in my mind, I still have not crossed that bridge from when we were young the only rpgs i knew of were what i now know as jrpgs final fantasy legend uh, of dragoon well yep, those golden count. sun those kinds yeah, of things so well, but nowadays when people say rpg the thing they are talking about is usually it's not the, the same RPGs. thing and i'm like i think you're mistaken you mean the legend of dragoon <laughs> right, right. the greatest well, playstation one game <laughs> let me correct you <laughs> so mine are definitely still all in that same realm of uh turn-based combat very structured storyline although in the case of final fantasy broad sweeping wild kinds of stories so jrpgs that's kind of where i live legend of dragoon baby number one number one number one well final fantasy there's what's the last one you played the last one i most gosh probably 10 2 okay but I've gone back since and tried to play final fantasy 8 again Mm -hmm. and it's weird (laughs) it's the it like gameplay wise it's the strangest installment I know of in Hmm. Final Fantasy because usually leveling up is a good thing. In Final Fantasy VIII, it might not be. (laughs) Like sometimes you level up and you're like, why do I suck more now? What's (laughs) happening? Their their magic system was wild. That's what, what it was. They, it was a weird game. Awesome. One of the characters, Renoa, her, ultimate weapon i think is you can shoot her pet corgi off of her arm <laughs> and he like launches into the enemies like a fighter jet and just oh, like use him as a weapon them. i thought you yeah, just no, meant you just shot no the no use him as a weapon like, like you, that's like terrible you, you launch him off of your arm and it was okay. the best and that's i was like this is the game i've been waiting for <laughs> finally finally so are you so are you excited slash will you play the final fantasy 15 that, which looks good it looks pretty awesome i am very excited for it um They've changed a lot. No, I haven't downloaded it yet. So they've changed a lot since the last one I played. So like, there's definitely going to be new stuff for me. So I'm excited about it. Isn't there dinosaurs in it? Something. Did I dream that? I swear I saw saw some some kind of monster that looks very dinosaur-esque. Yeah. Um, The year of the dinosaurs. Actually, the robot dinosaurs or not. But so no, that was going to be my next question. I would take this is so of the type of RPG types and all that stuff. Do you prefer? 
ones that are more tactical team based, like you build your party or lone wolf ones like Witcher and Elder Scrolls. Like what are, what are the, like the benefits, cons, pros, cons of, of each kind of thing? Build your party. Okay. Team-based strategy. Why? Because you can play it a thousand times and do it different every time. We've played, like I've said, we've played The Legend of Dragoon 80 billion times in our household. And you can, with the exception of Dart, who you can't switch out, your remaining two characters can be anyone. Mm -hmm. And you can choose to focus on the whole team and level everybody up evenly and just switch them out as needed. Or you can pick a deadly combination of just those two remaining people and either be the best there is or suck super hardcore. Best combination, Maru and Hashel. For those of you who don't know, just in case you didn't know, (laughs) you can make them both so fast that the enemy can't even move. You can go three turns in a row sometimes. And if you also like afflict your enemy with a status ailment, oh, I love statuses. (laughs) I love poison and sleep and all the paralysis. Those are my favorites. (laughs) So it's like just being able to do things differently every single time you play. Yeah. And in really big games where you have a lot of different party options, I love to hate specific members of the party. Like, I'm never going to use that guy. Literally not ever. I do that. Yeah. In Final Fantasy X, it was Waka. Even though I loved his character, I hated that he used a sports ball as his weapon. I was like, boo, sports. <laughs> so, might as well have a book. It might, might as well <laughs> have a book. book. <laughs> Nothing's worse than uh, sports than books. It is kind of cool in, in the team-based ones. I think Dragon Age might have been like this, where yeah, you, you, where you a- could... Do the role playing, like the the dialogue parts of, of the game for multiple characters, but it's always just one mm. character. I'm trying to remember. In I, most of the ones I've played, you can only ever really be one okay. character, and it's the character on screen that all the other characters kind of fade into right. as maybe, you're maybe, trying to move across the map. Right. <laughs> maybe what I was thinking of is that you can kind of make decisions for the characters, and you can do that where you hate on a character. Exactly. So you just like give it the negative, you know, or, or you, you have that person be murderous or have that person be, you know, a crappy person. I tried and, so hard in Legend, Legend of Dragoon, so sure. Shauna is Dart's predestined love interest. And I was like, destiny is for chumps. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I tried so hard to get him to fall in love with Rose and she just wasn't having it. She was like, you're a little young for me. She was over 10,000 years old. So it made sense now that you've played the yeah, game. But <laughs> What did, was the character in Dragon Age that you really liked, Jared, with the crossbow? Uh, uh, Varys. Varric. Uh, Varric Because we did that for memorable characters. And I can't remember. Could you, you couldn't be him? You could. I mean... Well, the thing is, you can always, like, if your main character dies, you can always switch and control the character and all that. In stuff. combat. In combat right. and stuff like that. And, like, wa- walking around and things like that. But no, in conversation, you can't be that person. Mm-hmm. You're still your main character in any interaction with anybody else that you're trying to be. But as far as, but no, there was one mission in there where, I can't remember the circumstances now, but you did get to be, play that mission specifically as Varric, and it was Fantastic, because mm-hmm. that's when I first really used his crossbow, Bianca, right. which had all these oh, awesome, <laughs> awesome uh, abilities and everything. And it just, I was just like, oh my God, could I just have a Dragon Age where I'm just Varric, please? <laughs> so, but no, I, I, I get the part that what you're saying about like being able to combine it and everything. That part sometimes to me just gets a little bit. To, I, I sometimes get tired of having to manage the party kind of Ooh, thing. I never. I can like, spend I played, a thousand years on. The I played the grid. first. I played the first Dragon Age and probably got a good quarter of the way th- through the game before I realized. Oh, I had to upgrade the armor on my party members. <laughs> There's always one thing with Jared in RPGs going the wrong way. You know, not armor. eating enough food. <laughs> to be armor. to be fair, that first Dragon Age was the first RPG I'd ever played. Okay, oh. so it was. My, I was getting into. It, I was like, oh. 
oh, I can upgrade these people. And then I did. And then I was like, oh, I'm doing so much better. And so then I started paying too much attention. But like going into like the tactic screens to like figuring out like in this situation, do this. I never did that. I, mean, I love way. that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to love that stuff. But oh, I just, no, I'm, it's I'm never, the best. I appreciate I, I'm similar. It. I like I, I always it's almost like you're talking about when you're blogging. It's like, OK, I'm starting a game and I'm going to get mm-hmm. everybody on the same page. And they like, could with Fallout, for example, Fallout 4. I don't know if anyone's did. Have you played Fallout 4? So that it, I wouldn't put in the same category as these like team RPGs, but you do have companions that you can choose and you do have settlements that you have to take care of as soon as you build them, meaning you have to like provide them food, shelter, uh, ammunition. Defense. So you're Constantly. their mayor. Yeah. I mean, Much you're like animal mind, crossing. The you overruler. Indeed. <laughs> oh, I smell a copyright. <laughs> um, but I, in what you're talking about is like, oh, this is great. I'll build this settlement and I'll have eight, you know, 12 people live here and I'll yeah. take care of everybody. And like, I'll do, like, I'll maybe get that far and I'll go out on an adventure. And it's Never like, come back. your settlement's under attack. And I'm like, right? Somebody, I'm like, well, that's too bad. <laughs> that's a bummer. And I don't take care of it. I, can't I would leave keep battle up. immediately to go save my You town. would do great in a game like Fallout or Metal Gear Solid, which is, I don't, have you played Metal Gear Solid 5, Dylan? I played it a little bit, but a I was never bit. able to finish it. Yeah. They uh, have Mother Base, and you have to kind of keep tags on everybody that's there and, and kind of bracket your soldiers in the correct way to get the best sort of attack defense going on. It's it's really in-depth. And I was like, Jesus, like, who <laughs> does this stuff? <laughs> Me! Right. That you do. Awesome. I, I know. But I do, I do appreciate it. I, I'm always like, I, I'm glad this layer exists if I wanted to, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't get into the tactics so much, but I, what I do get into, where I'll, I'll dig into the minutia, is inventory management. Oh, it is so your items, crazy weapons, how, yeah. armor. And, oh yeah, gosh, crafting armor. Or <laughs> I, I remember in Skyrim, like the, it was the best feeling where I built my house because in the DLC you oh, can like you could build a house, <laughs> right. and, and uh, I had built the house and. I had collected all of the Daedric masks from the Daedric gods and put them all in one chest. Sitting yep. in, I mean, and, and the, the thing about it is all you could do is throw them in there. And as soon as you open the chest, they would like shoot out like, because they, just, they, they couldn't fit in there. But every time I would go in and I would just pick them up off the floor. It was like crazy person. This is where my magical masks go. Well, yeah. I remember in, uh, I think it was Skyrim. And maybe Oblivion that you had mannequins that you could put your armor on. Was that both? Or yeah, just, it, was, it was in both. Yeah, it was in sure. both. And that I would spend like an hour. I'd get all my armor and I'd be like, okay, in the visual merchandising. This, yeah, <laughs> specific armor ability. I'm like, oh, maybe that one should be on the right mannequin oh, instead. Oh, that's know? the kind of I stuff get lost I love. In that. You got bookshelves, you got books, and your where does the magic table like going to be? Do you, you arrange know? your books by color or I don't know. I actually don't author's remember. Author's last name. What's your like system specifically? But I remember you could have bookshelves. You, you, I think. Yeah, you and you could definitely collect books and put yeah. it. I, I never really organized my books so much <gasps> that I just tried to grab every book I could and Events, fill up yeah. every book just oh, to impress yeah. anybody that might come over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do eventually meet someone. She hangs out there. You know? Gotta give her stuff to read. I, see, I never, I never, because she's never leaving the house again, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> <See> ya. <laughs> Gotta make it really nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, those little details I do love. And I'll say for RPGs in general, and I guess obviously I'm kind of biased because of my love for Elder Scrolls and, and Fallout 4, which I liked a lot. It's There's... What is, hooks me, and I mentioned it earlier, is <coughs> what it feels like to really just walk around and to find cities or find dungeons, not necessarily experience them, which is huge, like I want to experience, but it's almost like, what's it like to discover things? And that's, for some reason, The Witcher 3, every time I watch stuff, 
I don't get a sense that I'm sure I'm wrong that you like go around discovering wonderful things, but I got to be wrong. I mean, there's a lot of things like uh, I know there's a lot of things that you it's it's I think more to give it a sense of constant danger that you're always in because that's a big thing that I've run around. There mm-hmm. could be a monster around or a bandit something around every corner. I, when I was playing today a little bit just to do a little bit more um, before the episode, I was just riding my horse, Roach. <laughs> And did you name it that? No, nope. that's it's just Uh-oh. its name. <laughs> and there, uh, apparently, there are legends of Roach. In the, <laughs> really? Oh, oh, I, I take back my yeah. laughs. Wait, and is he so, the one that goes up into the sky and you're like farewell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like all the glitches that you see. Yeah, or him walking know. like at a vertical angle up a mountain. Yeah, is that yeah. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and so I was just riding him around, and then all of a sudden, I cross a bridge and then start getting like shot at by bandits and stuff like that. Or you come across monster dings yeah. that you have to destroy, but there's normally mm-hmm. just but you you will just come across them and. Discover them or something like that because it's it's different than some RPGs where you know it'll have the question mark that's like a undiscovered location mm-hmm. and you go to it but it could be something cool it could be like a treasure or something like that it could also be a huge fucking monster yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. gonna ruin your life right, your right. day <laughs> but I will say it, it doesn't I don't think it has quite what like Skyrim or um, Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. had this I thought it was it was pretty good at this where you would stumble across like a building out in the middle of nowhere and there's this little story if you yeah. care to take the time yeah, yeah, I mean totally. it's, it's not part of a quest or anything like that it's just there's a little um you know there's a a dead person in the Mm -hmm. corner and a a letter over here and there's a little tale that happened in this house and that's all it is and you you don't really get that in witcher okay yeah Yeah. i feel like i don't know why i sense that but just watching gameplay i was like i feel like that's not what they're going for it's a different kind of game where like i don't i don't i don't think it's linear is it where you where it's like hey go here then here then here which i I mean i know skyrim living has that like suggestion but what's so wonderful about it is you don't you know, I I feel like I discover the things, mm-hmm. and like no one else did. You know, I feel like oh, no one else found this cave except for me. You know, and so I just don't know if Witcher is more linear or if maybe I'm attracted to the most openness possible. Witcher is is very open. Yeah. I would say, like, I mean, it's it's not. Um, yeah, I, honestly, like, I think it, t- it takes the same page out of. Uh, of Skyrim and yeah. any of the Elder Scrolls games and that you can go anywhere you want. You can spend any time you want to, you know, that you want to doing other things. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, um, you know, spend your whole time just going along. I, I think Dragon Age is like this where you are just kind of like on a path. Yeah. And there's Dragon some side Age. quests and things like that, but you're, you're kind of limited to a path. Yeah, I would say so. It's definitely like it has areas you go to rather than just a world that you're just free to roam around. Right. Dragon Age 2 got a lot of flack for the case that it was pretty much all happened in one city. Mm-hmm. And it had some like outskirts you would go to and things like that, and some mm. things like that. But pretty much, yeah, there were some side quests and then the thing. But you couldn't really very mm. much off mm. of that. Yeah, not pleased about that. <laughs> but Inquisition though is different. Inquisition is very much. It has it's still areas that you go to, but they're much bigger than anything else you had. I remember Dragon Age Origins. It you would go to an area and you could find the boundaries pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. But Inquisition, you can explore for a while in each spot. So it's you know, got it's got that sense. Going back to the question about the teams versus solo, I think I've I'm like I respect the team versions and like want to be good at those. I also feel like <laughs> I'm not as good at those, and so I lose patience <laughs> with them. But I think I'm also drawn to the, the kind of the kind of lone wolf style RPGs because I sort of cut my teeth back in the early days on the original NES the on, SNES. Le- on Legend of Zelda. No, not even the SNES. The oh, NES. just the NES. Wow. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm a little older than you guys. Oh, yeah. The NES. Yeah. The NES. So, I, so I, but the I remember original like, the original Legend of Zelda. Wow. I've heard that's really hard. It's the hardest it's super one. Hard. Yeah. Just like Mario was hard. Yeah. We just all, I mean, we all learned to play it. You know yeah, what I mean? True. Yeah, true. Yeah. All games. of those games are super hard because there was like no margin for there error on no, anything. And yeah. there was no direct. 
But I remember, like you, I remember yeah. like sitting at my table, like at, at school, you know, and, and like we're, we're mapping out yes. things. So my friend could say, "Oh, there's the hidden doors right there." You know? like, oh, see, that's wonderful. You don't so like, get that dude. Anymore. You got to go three squares over, two squares up, two squares <laughs> yeah, back, exactly. three more squares over, three squares up. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with Dylan on that one. I prefer. I again, I like like I said, I've spent the majority of my time playing um, the like the Dragon Age series, but still, I think I real I do prefer the Lone Wolf style. I don't know. I feel maybe I feel it because I feel like they have the time to really develop the character more. Like in the few minutes that I've gotten that I've the few couple hours that I've spent playing uh, Witcher and everything, I feel like I know Geralt. Mm-hmm. You know, I call I, uh, him Geralt. <laughs> it's Geralt. Without seeing the pronunciation, seeing the I can understand that, that yeah. but it's Geralt. Uh, and don't so, get it wrong again. <laughs> one demerit for you. And so, um, I don't know. I just feel like I understand his motives better. It's, it's not just like, Oh, you're this character from this clan that has been wealthy and for generations. And now all of a sudden hardship has befallen us and you must lead our family to, Victory, you know, I don't know. I is feel that like what ha- is that? The- well, that's like the backstory of, okay. of origins. It just starts and you just know you're the son of this noble and then you get attacked and then you're like, why did our family get attacked? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I don't know. I just again, I've only played like maybe close to half of the first Witcher and then the few hours in Witcher three. And I feel like, you know, I, I relate much more to Geralt. I think he's a way cooler character the character development in witcher i mean that's where i think it's leaps and bounds over a lot of games right and honestly like i mean no spoilers but like there's and there's a couple of different endings for for witcher 3 right but like with the exception of last of us maybe or something like that i don't remember being like quite as sort of like emotionally impacted by the ending of a game as i was by by witcher 3 is witcher 3 probably the last installment in the series oh it is I, I would, I would, well, I think that there. I mean, they were, there was there were rumors about this that, that they were, somebody they were, else might pick it up, like yeah, another developer, yeah. not CD Projekt Red. Right, CD Projekt Red is coming out with something else that like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That's exactly what it was, which looks awesome. Yeah, it does. <laughs> this is why I'm excited about No Man's Sky, though. Like that discovery uh, sense that you're talking oh, yeah, about, like yeah. that to yeah, me yeah. is like. Like, and I mean, that's that game, version that's of that open world. Yeah, now I wonder how much I here I am asking for like you know openness. I don't that almost might be overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I, I'm I'm very curious to see how that operates with I guess you get enough people in there, you you'll feel a sense that there's other people around. I, just, I wonder if it'll feel like a multiplayer game. Oh, it's supposed to be. I want to feel like the only person in the universe. I think, I think that's what we're saying, that's like. what it's gonna feel like. <laughs> yeah. Spacing around just doing hello, space hello, stuff. Hello. Hey, <laughs> You really can be the first person to discover that planet. That's yeah, what it sounds I want. Like you yeah. really can. I hope back- you get to design your own flag that you stake into stuff yeah, whenever nice. you get that there. Be I'm That'd sure. be awesome. I'll make, I'll make some sure to take it out when I get there. <laughs> I found it. Spray paint over it. Yeah. I come back to like Lone Wolf and her team. There are moments that I have in Oblivion and Skyrim that are like, there's something really cool about getting a great character and you like leveling them up and you become like, maybe you're like an assassin character or you're really good with magic and you can shoot icicles out of your hands or something. <laughs> yeah. And how fun it is to usually save before you do this, but to like go into like a bar and like, and, and shoot the well, place but, but you make it like cinematic. You, know, you have like fun with it. You know, I know we've all done stuff it's like fine. that. You like close the door behind you. Like you put your hood on, you know, you like change your clothes to like a black rope and everyone's like, Hey, like I'll go going. And you're like, cha, cha. You know, I would so do that probably more that than like, in any other game. That. In I any believe. other game, I would do that in Red Dead Redemption. You just oh, like yeah. everyone. You just walk through a town and just be like, 
Just like starting busting caps and What's people. wrong it's, with you people? But you always say because you that don't want to be that chaotic evil. Bad. Shame on both of you. I had that old that story from Fallout. Remember that story I told oh, you? Oh yes, yeah. that horrible yeah. shame. That horrible on you. story. Yes, uh, where I met somebody that mur- wasn't nice to me. You're and a I was murderer. Like, Man, I didn't like. I saved him and I didn't like him. And uh, I saw him later, like a lot later, in like this shack in the middle of nowhere. It's <laughs> like. You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I took all this stuff. So when you, when you find, I know we touched on this a little bit in the side quest one, but what about so with dialogue options, things like that? Obviously, you get the choice in a lot of these games to be like a cool dude, a mediocre, a mediocre morality dude. wise, or you can just be a plain dick. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Where do you all tend to fall? Because try as I might, I can't be a dick. I don't know. For some reason, I'm so disappointed. I'm so afraid of like disappointing this person that I just I helped can't be or a dick something either. like that. I try to be okay, a good I'm, person. Uh, if, uh, I'm not. I, I don't believe you. Well, that's <laughs> one don't. person. Who that was only. That sounds here's like a lie. Here's interesting. <laughs> only in Fallout Four did I become a little bit. Uh, my morals were questionable. Only because. The world of Fallout really tests your ability to like be kind to people. Everyone's yeah. out for themselves in that game, and like cl- coins are like rare, bottle caps are rare, and clothes are like hard to come. Like everything's hard to come by. Right? Like I had to do it, Your Honor. Like I felt like I was put against a wall. Yeah. And so, uh, kudos to Fallout, even though it's an ugly game to walk around, and that's why I had issues comparing it to Skyrim Oblivion. I was like, man, I would much rather play a game that's pretty mm-hmm. to walk right. around. That's a big thing. Is not graphics, but just. The scenery. The scenery. And like Think the you whole mean the environment. aesthetic? Yeah, yeah. The whole I'm aesthetic of the game. About, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Fallout. It, it does a really good job of being ugly, but that sucks to walk around. <laughs> Just death yeah. and decay everywhere. Right. You know? But yeah. So Which is Fallout, I, game, it did but... turn me into kind of an asshole. But I do usually try to be a good person. I'll say that. I'm, I'm the same way. I think I like, I mean, like you, like there are times where I try to be a dick or if I'm going to be a dick, it's like on a second playthrough. Yeah. You know, yeah, where right. I'm, like, I'm going to make all the opposite choices that I made before. Or whatever, <laughs> Just see what but, happens. Right. Um, <laughs> well, did anyone play Fable? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a great example. I two Fables. Uh, I think, yeah, I think yeah. there were two. I never played them, but my good buddy did. And he will, I think he inadvertently went evil. I mean, that's a game where it's, Every choice has a huge impact on good and bad, right? Yeah, and it was like it's, it was like this that one Star Wars game too that I can't remember. Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. where you could do the same thing, where you know you would you would unlock different powers depending on how far good or how far bad uh, you yeah. you went. And uh, I uh, yeah, I mean in Fable, the thing was in Fable you could be a good person like through all of the game but you could also have 15 wives that you know what i mean you could also like there are areas that you would have do you to, get 15 loopholes. husbands no, I, then what's the point Actually, i do think i do think in fable because it was i think in fable 3 they made it gender neutral where you oh, could do whatever have. actually you know what actually i think in fable 2 you could do the same thing mm. you could you could have wives and husbands and it didn't matter as long as they loved you then they would <laughs> hang out it's <laughs> good i like that message uh so what about you Wait, what is the what, question? Why is do, you tend, do you tend to be a nicer person or oh, a dick? Oh, I'm the best person. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Best, I'm as close to Pope as it gets. The current Pope, the cool one. <laughs> the Not cool that one. Pope from Assassin's Creed. Not yeah, that one. Rodrigo the one that throws an apple at you? Yeah. That's, what, apple of Eden. That's what we should call it from now on, being a Francis or being a Benedict. Yeah, I'm a Francis. Pope Francis. <laughs> Well, you don't let Pikmin die. No, I don't let Not Pikmin die. RPG, if I can play but... a game without killing anything, I have heard... Oh, wait, no, this... Wait, this will, this is better for the E3 episode. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're going to call it. Spoiler. 
Okay, well, it's about it's, it's about the new Zelda. Oh, it's yeah, a small yeah. thing. It's a tiny little thing. We'll talk about it. Okay, so you can eat food in the new Zelda game. Oh, they cook. Oh, he I cooks saw that. He's like yes. cooking it and stuff like and that. And I have heard that you can totally, and this is legit. You can p- totally play the game without ever having to kill any animals to eat food. You can play on like vegetarian That's mode. That's awesome. Guess what I'm gonna huh. do? I'm never gonna kill anything. That's gonna be a vegetarian. Interesting. That's right. I'll kill things. <laughs> I do try to like find my 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 way through games at times where I like make it a point not to steal anything from it you, you can go loot anything okay i'll in any steal game, right? from anybody right. and that's that's how i normally am too but there are times where i'm like oh i'm in this village and i just walked into someone's house and they just happen to be out fishing or whatever i'm right. not gonna like you know clean them out right um and so i'll try to do that sometimes but you know it's hard sometimes. it is hard it's hard when you see the reticule go red over an item like right. in oblivion or sky and you're like oh no, no oh, see like, that's what i mean i was <laughs> playing fallout 3 and that said like when i would come to someone it's like don't like it shows it's red and I was yeah. like, i'd be like oh no no. Yeah, but like, if it doesn't give me that that cue that like this could be have a negative effect, I'm like, ooh, loot. Yeah. So I'll there's this. this. We met. I mentioned this earlier. There's this level in Dishonored, which I don't think you've gotten to, which is Lady Boyle's party, and it's at her no, mansion, and you're walking around in full view of everybody, and you're like, ah, yes, I am at a costume party. <laughs> I am definitely not that assassin you're looking for, <laughs> even though I am his same height and dressed just like him. I could be anybody. And you can actually, everybody's got like these money pouches on their belts and you can continue to steal from them. Yeah. And technically you could start shooting up the place and killing everybody. Next time I'm going to try it and see how long it takes me to cry. But initially <laughs> she never can, sheds a tear. So Spoiler I like alert. went into stealth mode immediately and I was like, look at all these people I can rob. This is great. <laughs> yeah. And I made it a point to steal from Every last person in the entire is, house. Is, is it possible for them to be like, hey, what are you doing? Yes. Okay. So I figured that out pretty stealthy. quick. I went into the front doors, immediately saw people with pouches, and I was like, steal, steal, steal. And I didn't hear. I thought it was just background noise. Uh, people will actually see you, and they'll say, hey, you quit that. And mm. if you steal something else right after they say, hey, you quit that, they will totally notice. And then yeah. everybody flips their shit, and it all goes. it all just goes down hill fast like everybody starts trying to kill you and you're like no i just wanted your money (laughs) and i totally thought that if i ate every single piece of food drank every single drink and stole every single pouch i would get a trophy for it no trophy no trophy you know you can go you know you can go and look at the trophies beforehand i didn't i don't like i like to for it to be a surprise i want to be surprised and you get that bling and I was like, what do you mean I didn't get anything for robbing these rich assholes blind? I deserve a Robin Hood or something. <laughs> it was very disappointing. That is one of my favorite things to do, and especially in Oblivion, the, was the Thieves Guild. I don't know if you uh, joined yeah. them. Oh, if, yeah. If you're, if you're one of us. At some point, you join all the guilds. <laughs> you right? do. You're but everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But the Thieves Guild, and, and just pickpocketing in general in those games uh, are a lot of fun. And if you're not good at it for a while, which you're not, is it, you totally get that reaction. Like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? yeah. You're like, oh, nothing. nothing. <laughs> is that your hand in my, my own pocket? business? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but you do get good at it, and you do see some advantages, obviously. Eventually, eventually you get good. I mean, and that, like I say, you can steal someone's entire house and put right. it in their pocket. And that's how good you got. Same with the master thief. <laughs> yeah, same with lock picking. Yeah, I'll tell you one of the things that I missed from Morrowind that they got rid of really quickly because it was ridiculous, but I loved it, and this is why like I never 
like I never rode the horse in, in any of the Elder Scrolls games or anything. I walked everywhere I went <laughs> because one of the skills in um, in Morrowind was acrobatics, which basically meant jumping. And so I just jumped everywhere I oh, went. Yeah, I'd be walking through a city that. jumping just so I could level up my acrobatics. And it would always be like I'd been playing for like five hours or whatever, uh-huh. and I'd leveled it up to 99. And everything else was like 10 or 12. Do you jump higher? <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. At some point, you can like scale mountains like, as you're going. Oh, my God. Oh, there goes Lord Dillon yeah. <laughs> up the mountain. <laughs> He'll be back in down in five I seconds. I thought Oblivion had that. Did Oblivion not have Oblivion? Ac- no, they, they took acrobatics. Okay, out of did they have like agility oh. or something? I thought yeah, they had some yeah. physical. Well, agility was like one of the master categories okay. of. of, uh, of I stats. like the sound yeah. of acrobatics. Better. Yeah, that sounds too. more it's fun. old fashioned. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it was fun just like bouncing through a town up to like the the. the Could you do you like cartwheels? Could you do any tricks? No, because you're all you're in. It's oh. all first person, so yeah. you, you can just never tell what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you would you would notice that you're going a lot further and jumping a lot higher as you're going. Well, that's the. What you mentioned is something that I try to do as well. Is and I'll, I'll ride a horse. I'm not that hardcore, but that's super. I'm not hardcore. <laughs> it's just for whatever reason, I just never. I, I like it though. I don't yeah. like fast traveling. Mm-hmm. And and for I a while, I don't either. Yeah, and for a while, I didn't know you could in Oblivion. And someone told me, and I did it, and the game got like not as fun. I, I was missing things. So in Skyrim, I didn't do it. In Fallout 4, I don't do it. Yeah, I normally only do it after I have discovered a large portion of the world already. At the beginning of the game, I won't do it. Yeah, it's yeah. more fun to explore find all the different parts and stuff like that but no but like especially like i did it a lot in far cry primal when i was i was finishing i'd finished the game i was just trying to get the like the last couple trophies and stuff like that that i needed to platinum it and and i was just i was fast traveling all over yeah. the place because like i've seen everything i don't need to i don't need to walk and spend the time walking when i like to stretch my to, legs well i do too get a little exercise say, fresh air play a little video games <laughs> play a little <laughs> run. go for a little walk <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i'll go on a run today <laughs> that's what i'm looking forward to uh with vr on the rise i'm hoping that that means i can literally go for a walk yeah, in both the nature and in the game probably so i know it will happen it's coming it, there. It's it's gonna gonna that weird little conveyor belt it's exactly like yes my circle yeah, treadmill yeah. <laughs> You won't look foolish. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. So another part of RPGs that we haven't touched on yet, and I don't think we've touched on it at all in any previous conversation about RPGs, is music. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yes, that's exactly where I was Jeremy going. Soul. Johnny Q just tuned, just tuned out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, was like, he had to reach in his pocket turn nah, us off. Nah, pass. <laughs> no, it uh, is romances. Romances. Uh, uh, I asked. When you were talking about Varric, I was like, can you romance him? Oh, and that's I right. You, you said did. no. Can you I honestly him? don't remember. I feel like you said yes. You I feel could. like you would I'll have tried. Right did you not try? I didn't try. I did what? romance Anders. You're playing the game the, wrong. That's right. I remember. I remember Our, that blew my mind that you could. It was the first time I'd ever seen that you could do it. There was a gay character that you could romance. Yeah. And, and now, well, and I, I don't even know if he was like said ever. Like when they released it, like this, like Anders is gay. Uh, they did with the new with the guy in Inquisition, Dorian, okay. or uh, hmm. d- something like that. They're, like he is like he can only be romanced by male characters. Oh, that's hmm. interesting. Um, but Varric, let me do a Google on that because I don't remember. Um, it's always something I try to be good at. I married. Yeah, I tried to marry somebody in Skyrim before the the update. Did I think they you, turn you down, a, buddy? Uh, you could get a prom not a promise ring. You could get a, yeah, a it, was like, it was like a necklace or something. Yeah, right, and you could right. give it to somebody 
Or, but, and there was just one time, though. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of very structured. It wasn't as no, like, yeah. no polygamy. No, no it was like I a think girl, later there was. You only get one necklace. Yeah. There was somebody. I just have weird memories of someone in the first market in that first city that you go to. Is it White Run? What's the yeah, first White city? Run. Yeah, and yeah. there's a market there, and there's a girl selling like watermelons or food. And I remember trying to. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> you, I like. That's <laughs> a strange thing to think about. But strange I do remember. I was trying to. But what do you have to do? Do you? Is there? Don't you have to go find the ring? Somewhere? Yeah, I think there was a quest where if you wanted to get married you had to go find it was either a necklace or a ring i, I can't remember yeah. what it was that was dedicated to one of the gods or the goddesses that's uh-huh. so capitalistic yeah, yeah 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 i get the ring and then, True you, could, love. And then you could choose whoever you wanted um uh-huh. but you had to spend some time i do remember being married though yeah and def- they were like waking up are in there bed. kings and queens that you can romance because i want to move no, up in the world there's, there there's, are kings and queens like, like and like jarls and yeah jarls. And stuff. yeah yarl <laughs> carl <laughs> <laughs> carl um, no, it appears that, that Varric is not uh, romanceable. <laughs> romanceable what in anything kind that I found. of a game? Sad, life for Varric. I know. Yeah. Well, he's, he's got, got Bianca. Bianca. He's married to Bianca. He's got Bianca <laughs> from his tales. He's, he's fine. He's had plenty of romance <laughs> in his tales. But, uh, but no, it's something that I try. And I, it, it's sometimes... <laughs> As in life. <laughs> no, I'm successful, baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm successful true, in life. True, true, true. But Jared in, uh, already completed that quest line. Yeah, I did. You did, you did. But, um, but no, so I think uh, when I romanced Anders, I actually, in Dragon Age 2, I romanced Anders and, uh, I forgot her name, the pirate. Um, well, that sounds promising. Isabella? Ooh. I believe her name is Isabella. Mm, that sounds familiar. Sounds yeah, right, sounds right? Like pirate? Um, it really doesn't. It sounds like a no, queen. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Isabella. I was right. Is she fancy? She is very fancy. And she's roguish and cut to the heart. Oh my god, she's awesome. Yeah, wow, yeah. Has like double sword daggers and stuff like that. No, she's pretty. She was cool. Sweet. Uh, so she came into the game and I'm like, I'm going to romance you. <laughs> <laughs> Had your eye on her. I Jerry, did. you paid attention to this. <laughs> yes. And, what do you want me to uh, do? and so anyway, uh, so yeah, so I actually was able to romance both of them. And I don't, I think when Wait, I played Dragon Age. Never mind. I did. I I romanced Isabella first, and then I like settled. I settled down with Anders. Wait, so was Isabella mad? It's fine. It's that fine. You, like, no, she, no, no, she no. was cool with it because she was like, her first. She's like, she was first. She was like, no, I'd rather be free anyway. Oh, you know, so that's that's cool. a, good for her. Good for you, Isabella. Games. So no, so, so she was cool with it. So I just like had my fling cool. with. I had my fling with Isabella, and Anders was just like, "Can I move in?" And I was like, "Yeah, come on." That's a, that's a thing with Witcher, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't. But. There's, are you a ladies man? There's real no. The, I mean, there's the, are you a the man's man? There, there's real like I don't know. I'm trying to like guard my words here so I don't ruin anyone's yeah. story. There's there's consequences Jared, on the romance side. to your romance stuff. Yeah. Jack and I can hear. I would We're imagine. I would imagine that from from just how the story, especially in three. Now yeah. in Witcher one, in everything that I played, I knew that romance options were vast. Okay. In Witcher in Witcher one, so. I was kind of a man whore. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I'd walk into a town, be like, "Can I talk to you?" I can. <laughs> yes. What's up, girl? And then and you know, and then you get like a card every time you romance a, a character in The Witcher it's just One. Like notches on Terrible. the belt. Terrible. Pretty much. I, I just kind of wanted to see because, like, I knew Horrible. it was kind of it was it was known for that, and so I kind of was like, I want to see. How, I just for out of pure curiosity, it's like I want to see how how far this can go. Literally, like it, like every town you can normally, you know, romance two to three characters or something like that. <laughs> two and, to twenty, and, two most, to 20. and all this, and I did that, and then, yeah, and it gives you like this little card, like you achieved it with this person, this person. You probably felt so good about yourself. <laughs> I mean, so I was like, 
damn. This is, <laughs> I mean, weird. yes, I felt good about myself. But then I was, I was like, this is weird. But then, yeah, there was like no repercussion to it at all. No repercussion. So, but, but I could tell from how the storyline is shaping up in Witcher 3 that there's definitely repercussions. My question is, when are you going to start getting STDs in games? Yeah. I need oh, some real consequences. Fable. Oh, really? Fable, you could oh, get really? STDs. That's amazing. Yeah. Really, really. I mean, you could, you could be with as many, you could sleep with and you could marry as many people as you wanted of both sexes, but there were totally STDs. Oh, and you that's the best. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Good for Fable. Absolutely. Yeah, realism at its best. <laughs> but, but what is, so Fable got to three. Is there going to be another one? I, uh, there no. was going to be that Fable Legends, but it got shut oh, down. Lionhead Studios got shut yeah. down and they canceled oh, the game. No. So yeah, Fable mm-hmm. might be done. But I knew it wasn't like normal Fable. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know it. I just knew that I'd heard that there was going to be a new one. I hadn't heard it got yeah. shut down. Hmm. I mean, honestly, the, the, the two, second Fable ago. was really a lot of fun. I mean, it's, and it's very just kind of, I mean, the story is what it is, mm. but it's kind of it's kind of cool having something that's like totally fairy tale land. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like that world. They did they did a really good job with it of making it feel like a cross between like a sort of you know dark adult Grimm's fairy tales kind of thing right. and a Disney story. You nice. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Striking it, the balance. Will you go ahead? Uh, so I don't know. I was going to change it, kind of take it a different way. But what were you gonna, <laughs> I was going to try to bring it to a wrap. No, I was going to ask. No, I was going to wrap it. Okay, I was okay because well, I was mine might be more for a better uh, question for the end. Okay, so you go ahead. Um, so I know we've talked about a lot, and this may be a completely dumb question because just of what we how we've talked about it already. But do we all tend to prefer like more fantasy medieval time, or do we like you know like what's your preferred like setting? I'm not a fan of medieval esque. So you like more sci-fi? Uh, not necessarily. So like what? Just what is your? Times. Well, I know Dragon is like your your end 16. all be all for RPGs, but just like what? So like well, dra- what is it? Such a dragoon. That's Isn't that kind of medievalish? Uh, Swords. But you get to the moon eventually. How do you explain that? <laughs> exactly. So it's. I prefer otherworldly. Like, clearly, mm. medieval is too semi-realistic to yeah. me. Yeah. And I don't like that. I like for things to be weird. And what I liked about Legend of Dragoon and a lot of Final Fantasy games, they make weird environments. Like, yeah. in Legend of Dragoon, there's the Valley of Corrupted Gravity, where it's, like, been damaged by horrible, magical war a bajillion years ago, whatever, and everything's kind of floating, and there are these big, giant monsters called... What are they called? Virage? Some people call them Virage, and that's wrong. It's Virage. <laughs> There's Virage all over the place, and you're like, holy shit, this is awful. And so it's not really medieval. They might have swords and wear, wear armor, but that's like that's not the point. Okay. Eventually, you get to certain areas of the game where they are so out there that you're like, oh, there's a lot more to this than I was thinking. And that's what I like. I like for it to clearly be not of our world at any point. Nice, nice. I definitely I, I tend to stick with medieval time, medieval based fantasy. Uh, I like The Witcher a lot because it seems more real, grounded. I mm-hmm. guess than others. I don't know. Um, maybe it's just because. Well, for one, I liked that in Witcher Three, it sat down and like actually gave a year date of when it was taking place. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't and like it, that. It was at like twelve seventy two, and no. I was like, ooh. But it feels a little like Victorian, too. Yeah. Like it's not like straight up medieval. It's not know? like Dragon Age, which, I mean, I know it has elves. I know it has obviously these ridiculous monsters and stuff like that, and mages and magic and all that. But I don't know. But Dragon Age seems very much its own place, whereas I feel like, uh, I feel like Witcher 
does take place in our own world. In the newest mm-hmm. DLC, he's actually in France, right? There's there's definitely like one of the the races or the, mm. the countries is Nilfgaardian, then they're definitely like French or but kind of like that, that yeah. sort of like World War One French kind of feel <laughs> to it, you know what I mean? But and so yeah, I think I actually haven't played the newest DLC, okay. but that's what I mean, it seems like that they've You're like in a place that's called like Toussaint or yeah. Toussaint. Oh, maybe that's it, why it, I'm like, thinking. It maybe it's not French. French. Maybe that's what I was thinking because I was yeah. like sounds like a fine wine. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. I think I'll have a bit of that yeah, while I play yeah. it. But I but th- that was the thing. I like. I was playing. I was playing it t- today, and it came up. It was just like dis- it said, like September twelve seventy two, and I was like, oh shit. Like so you this, like that? That like I do. You- I liked that. I liked that aspect of it. It made it feel more of like a, a grounded fan, grounded fantasy. I guess mm-hmm. is a way to mm-hmm. say it. But at the same time, I do love a good space RPG as well. I mean, uh, that's well, Mass Effect is a space RPG. Is yeah, that correct. Yeah, Mass Effect yeah, definitely. See, I've been playing Mass Effect, but I'm going to this summer. I'm mm-hmm. going to get the first one. And I don't know, have you played it? No, no. I'm no. going to play because I've heard so many great things about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and now Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out for the for the new systems and everything too. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah. starting the next chapter of it. Of the story, so I, d- I haven't played Mass Effect either, but I really we want to. Play it this summer. But like, I've played a good chunk of Knights of the Old Republic, which is Star Wars. So sure, obviously, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it, but it's it's fun too. It's party based and, and all these everything. So um, is it really yeah. Knights of the Old Republic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, without I think, them play, I think you can get it on your iPhone now. You can. It's, yeah. you can, it's mobile based now. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. It's a weird looking yeah. iPhone. It's, <laughs> it's mobile based. Yeah, with your I mean, you could buy it for you can buy it off Steam for like five dollars. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that one and Night Steam Field. Summer Sales oh, coming yeah, up, baby. Coming up. Good old games. Zach, now is the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I suck. Enthusiastic, right? <laughs> but uh, I like, I like, I think what you like as well—the medieval but fantasy based, like, yeah. like Oblivion and Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Like I like Tamriel. I like um, what's the world in whole called? Uh, I think it's different. Every, isn't Tamriel? It is Tamriel. Yeah, Tamriel, yeah. Tamriel is like the, the overall yeah, world. The overall world. Okay. Well, because and that's you know it's kind of unfair, but that's just got so much. They've done so much with the backstory and the depth, the layers that are part of well, that just world. Each of the games that are like like really you really dig into a different area. Yeah, of the world. and it's yeah. really in depth. But I will say, as much as like I didn't love walking around Fallout as much as Skyrim or Oblivion, I got to give kudos to a game that is able to develop that uh, alt history. I yeah, really, really like I do that. appreciate that. It was like they and they had the backstory that like during World War Two they figured out how to use like fusion energy correctly, and they that's why you see the aesthetics and the whole atmosphere of the 1950s with like robots walking around. And right. So when you get out yeah. to that post apocalyptic world, it's even that's at the third layer. You know, it's like 1950s fusion energy. Plus now it's post apocalyptic. It's just like nothing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And right. It's like that old music, old timey music. Still, it's like. Pretty brilliant that they were well, all like the advertising with, for Nuka Cola, the Pit yeah, Boy, and all that stuff. It's really unbelievable the amount of or Vault Boy, artistic work that went into creating that world and to make it believable. Yeah, you know. So I got to give credit to, to worlds like that as well, even though it's it's just not as fun. It's to not work your. Right. I need not dungeons and I need light coming through windows. <laughs> I would say. I would say also like don't sleep on like Red Dead Redemption, the Western universe. Oh, yeah. oh is really, my god, I've I've harped. On to them, it's yeah. great. Red Dead Redemption, and, and honestly, it like, has it, to be it a must felt play. like the the Western motif, and like that is one where I will ride horses, but that's part of the like <laughs> the, the environment, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you, well, because they made it cool, like you had to catch your horse, you had to train your horse, yeah, and the you more you rode horse. your yeah. horse, yeah, the more yeah. you rode your horse, the better that horse got. Oh, that's cool. But if something about that Western motif really seemed to like fit the open world aspect of it, and you really felt like you were on the frontier and finding places that no one had been mm-hmm. before, because at that time, that's exactly how the exactly, world was. Yeah, like you were able to go to places that nobody had been to before and to see all these things undeveloped land and it's not like a weird thing like oh why isn't this built yet there was just no one else out there yeah and so and, that was that i agree and especially for a rockstar game like it had kind of a conscience to it you know like it mm-hmm. had a, a 
that a morality that that you wouldn't expect from one of their games. So. Yeah, Rockstar every now and then will hit you with a game that is different enough, and you know where I'm going with this. But unbelievably good for the Rockstar is going to do like Rockstar presents table tennis. Yep, which <laughs> is a fantastic game, and Midnight Club, the old street racing game, which right is a really on. great game that you're like, oh, this is like almost you know for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, <laughs> but no, I agree. Red Dead Redemption is was a. Great I'm going to go on ahead and say the Old West. Among the least appealing, really, settings Ooh. for me of anything. But you gotta try. You I gotta would play rather Red be Dead, in though. the medieval times than <laughs> in, in the old west. west. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you need to give Red Dead a shot. Uh, I don't know. You kids <laughs> with your wild west. <laughs> what is a um, RPG game that's coming out soonish that you're like looking forward to? Is there one that's on the horizon? Does Pokemon count? Yeah. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. Sun and Moon. Uh, that might be the first Pokemon I get since Red and Blue. I have not got any other one. Did you see the... Uh, like this may have been out sooner, but I finally saw the names for the two new legendaries. Oh, I saw their whole abilities Yeah, and stuff. oh, they look awesome. They do I look really cool. I really want new Lunala. So I'm yeah, getting Moon. You have to get moon. Sun. Yeah, and the Sun one uses the Sun or something. Sun, I was something with the Sun. Accurate. <laughs> um, coming out. One that's coming out. Uh, There's a new Star Wars game coming out. I know that. Is there really? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's some Star Wars stuff. (laughs) Star Wars stuff was announced. Um, Well, I mean, Andromeda is coming out. That that looks cool, but obviously, I'm not, I'm like, it looks cool, but I'm not excited for it because I haven't played the series yet. Um, Is that Mass Effect? Yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, Man, I'm trying to go over. I just had like an influx of video game knowledge because this episode, we're recording it right after E3 is like wrapping up as we're recording this one. So like all the influx of things that just came in, I'm trying to think now what it is. I mean, I would say The Legend of Zelda, but we're probably not going to get it until 2025. (laughs) So I'm going to be waiting. So like not in the foreseeable future. I'm going to have to wait it out. But for this year, for sure, Pokemon Sun and Moon coming out. Yeah, that'll be a solid choice. Um, I'm probably going to have to go... Because it it really gave, and I saw, and I saw in the at e, on the E three press conference, I'm probably going to have to say toss up between uh, this new game by Ben Studios, Days Gone, mm-hmm. which had very strong Last of Us vibes. Oh. So that's why I'm kind of feeling that game. Oh yeah, um, even the title kind of matches up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, kind of. Um, but then uh, also, I've it's looking very RPG or more RPG open world style than the previous games, God of War four. Oh, oh, there's a new yeah. God of War. Yeah, well, yeah. It looks good. It looks mm, good. Interesting. So wait, um, did they? I haven't actually watched any of the trailers yet. Does it look like it is going to be centered around Norse mythology? It is. Ooh, score. Ooh. That's Norse, cool. Norse mythology. Uh, it's not. It's not, and it is not from the typical. So you know how God of War, the old ones, you're kind of like it would sometimes go behind the shoulder third person but you're more just kind of like to get an advantage to like look at a boss or something like that but then it would like go to the side so you would be able to see people coming from behind and at you and all that Mm -hmm. pretty much we're just button mashing this one is legit third person over the shoulder the whole time okay so it's a so it has and it's way more open world and not just like you're going up this ramp to the top of this mountain and you're fighting people along the way uh, so it's it it looks more RPG and it's going to have more RPG elements. If it is a true RPG, uh, I'm not quite sure of that mm-hmm. yet. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. enough information to say it's an RPG. Um, Can you what, what romance RPG, the Norse really? gods? Let's just start over. <laughs> just start. This well, I mean, because there are so many different variants now. You'll see so many things. Well, like Borderlands is a first person shooter with RPG elements, right? You know, and you'll see that worked in. The Last of Us is a you know is a dramatic narrative, but it has 
crafting systems and upgrades to weapons and things like that. You don't necessarily upgrade your character as much, more of your equipment, but you know, that could be said it has RPG qualities. I remember thinking like the Bioshock games were kind of RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you unlock different abilities. Abilities are big. Like, and and having the choice to what to level up next is a big component that I usually associate with RPGs, which also gives me terrible anxiety. Like what, (laughs) what ability do I need? One of my favorite things is just staring at, at the level up, like the, the, your tree, whatever tree right. you have to develop Just your abilities. I'm like, oh, look at the possibilities. Yeah. I could play this game so many different ways. Yeah. And I yeah. love to follow just one branch and get as far as you can go and then do it the same thing with another character and ah, then do it with someone else. I and then when you replay the game again, do it all different. Yeah. I Put all of your spheres somewhere else. Try to. Dem- be democratic and like hit everyone the same. Yeah, like you I know, run and then you run like into a- something. You're like, God, I wish I had like more health or more powerful. Did Destiny have? That? I don't remember now. Not could really. You, you can you can now see you when can you unlock a, things, but you can always go back and switch it later. So it's yeah. matter like you oh, were locked it's in. Not, it doesn't even count. <laughs> so with a team based system, it doesn't matter. You can make one person the health person, one uh, person sure, attack, yeah. and one Which person. Which is the defense. nice thing about this. And then you got to mix it up if you need uh-huh. something else. That's uh-huh. where it's at. I just thought of the one that I am excited for: a Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Oh right, mm. of course. That one's That's coming RPG? out in August. Yeah. Are those games RPGs? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I'm pretty sure I mean, they're again. It's more like Borderlands. It's first-person shooter, first-person stealth, yeah, uh, game, but like heavy RPG elements right. where you are leveling up your character by earning experience points and fu- and being able to choose a sk- sets of skills from a skill tree. There you go, RPG. With, so yeah, RPG. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, so, but that one's coming out in August, and I think that's my my uh, most anticipated cool. one uh, coming out soon. So this is where I'm a bad gamer, is because I will. These days, I will so These rarely days. take flyers on games and hope that it, you know, like, see, like I'll, I'll wait until the hype dies down. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like Titanfall was the the last one that bit me. Oh. I just remember everyone was so super, like, so excited about Titanfall yeah. and how awesome that the game original was one. Be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, then, I never got on that train. Man, it, I, it, just, it looks cool, but I didn't have an Xbox, totally. and yeah. so like I it didn't want like to get it. It was gonna be great, and 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 I spent the sixty bucks on it the day like it came it. out, and man, it just was so it was so buggy. Yeah, I mean, first of all, that's just the nature of the business these days, right. you know, things uh, are buggy yeah, when they come yeah. out. But man, like that game just did not live up to the hype. So these days, I just kind of wait until the hype dies down and people are actually playing it, and then it becomes like a consensus good game. Right? I, have right. To, I mean, also like have so much less time to devote to games. So I'm gonna right? Pick ones, yeah, I was gonna say, I think it's just getting you know? older. You yeah. Know? Well, that's like, what we were talking about. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I get older. I'm like, you know, that's I what we were talking about it. with uh, before we started. Zach and I were before we started recording. Was I just I just finished the main story missions for the division, and that's one Zach and I bought game on release day and i liked it at i first. liked it too I but now it's a like review on the show you guys yeah. gave it the seal of approval <laughs> you i just want to say well i mean that means nothing <laughs> it, it, i mean it did we did because it does have really great I elements and it, it was fun but then now i hit the end game and yeah, it's now like, to the I'm point done. where i have to spend hours grinding in the dark zone replaying missions again it's the same thing why destiny got old for me too i love destiny like picking up destiny and playing it in the multiplayer is awesome but that wore to thin be, on me but, very quickly. But still, to have you have to go. You have to. There's literally no other option. You have to go spend hours repeating the same tasks, grinding away in in story missions to be able to even get gear and equipment to make yourself better. And I just and I was about to start doing that on the division after I finished up the main ones. I was about to go into the into the dark zone and really dig out some good gear. Got in it, got killed by like the first group of bad guys that I ran into, and I was like, "This is why I stopped." You know what? I 
don't really feel like doing this right yeah. now. Maybe I'll come back to it later in a couple, in a, you know, in a few months or something. Few once years. I'm kind of <laughs> done, <laughs> it could be a few years. Once I'm kind of done, you know, I haven't, uh, I've, I've, the, it's subsided in my mind about how much I've been playing, uh, like how much the, God, I'm tripping all over myself. The barrier to entry to know to like get better, I have to spend so much time. And once that's worn off, then maybe I'll be like, yeah, I'll play it for a little while. I'm calling it now, episode 153. Re review of the division. <laughs> wow. Jarrett's, are care. Jarrett's updated review. People need to know. Well, see, and it's like they just announced the big the big new Destiny DLC, and I was calling like, Oh, I saw that. I was like, they're still making stuff for that, that game. That game still exists. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, w- you know, that makes, will I buy Destiny 2 whenever it comes out? I don't know. No. Wait, man. is it actual Destiny 2? They will at some point. Uh, uh, you know, but it's just like <laughs> I don't know if I will. It was, you I'll know, play I don't know. Halo, the original. Yeah. I'll go back. The Halo One. Mas- you know what's a better collection. game than Destiny? Splatoon. <laughs> 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 just, just saying. Oh man! So, is there any other points that we feel like we need to dig into on these RPGs? Probably. But. <laughs> it's, okay, one quick one. Level of like be of like crafting. How much do you want to be crafting? Uh, uh, you know, and things like that. How much of that of an influence, or do you just want to be able to pick up gear and grab it and go? I want to do it all. I want to. You're a big crafter. I want to craft the shit out of things. Yeah. And and again, this goes back to like the inventory management part of it. Like being able to go around and collect all the things you Mm -hmm. need to be able to craft the thing that you want to have, and like ultimately ending up with you know the sword and the armor that is like the most like you know badass thing that you could walk away with like that totally that 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 is one of my favorite parts yeah. of rpgs yeah you would, you would like fallout 4 a lot really crafting is huge yeah. in or it's not it's big though i mean yeah. they, they make a real point of if you find the correct material you can really make some cool weapons hmm. and do, it's you, a, yeah. do you look good do you look fly? That's the thing. Again, <laughs> coming back to like games like Elder Scrolls, it's just you, you, you're wearing like football helmets and football oh, pads because it's all you can point? find. Yeah, that's like great yeah. armor, buddy. It's like, God, I look like an idiot. Yeah. No, I, I used to think that I was not a big fan of crafting, uh, especially because Dragon Age 1 and 2, there really wasn't a huge crafting aspect to it. You basically would buy, be able to find things or buy them from merchants. Um, even in some other games like uh, Assassin's Creed, I believe had a small crafting system that I was kind of okay with. But then I got into Inquisition, and then even Witcher now, mm-hmm. very little. But there is a very, Witcher three and, Inqu- and Dragon Age Inquisition have a very strong crafting and alchemy aspect and alchemy, alchemy and all that other thing, those lines, yeah. potion creation, bomb creation, things like that. And I do love it. I, I'm with yeah. you now, like being able the hunt of finding the small things to craft is, is awesome. Oh, Same thing. In a, and I think that's one of the big reasons why I really loved far cry primal was because you didn't really necessarily have merchants that you could go buy and you had to like go chop down, you know, collect wood to build arrows. You had to collect stone. You know, there was a huge crafting element. You could not play the game if you didn't craft kind of thing. And so it was, so I've, I've become a bigger fan of crafting as, as time goes on. That level is something I really don't have the patience for. Really? Like if you I'm having, all the aesthetic yeah, things that no, you love. Yeah, if like I'm having like to chop down trees, I'm like, no. I mean, just play Minecraft. And to one and just like hitting a button. Because a lot of JRPGs, there's like a different system. You start with one weapon mm-hmm. and then you have to do something very specific to get your next weapon up. Yep. And then your next weapon. And then your next weapon. And eventually mm. you get to like your ultimate weapon on like disc four. Right. And you have to jump through who to get it and that's what I like having to fight for your weapons mm. and you know something's mm. in there yeah, you know something's you know in that cave be. you haven't been able to access since disc 2 you don't know what's in there but you know mm. that's what I like I like that too actually 
I wish I was more into crafting. I, I yeah. hope I didn't lead you astray by saying Fallout <laughs> Four is a great crafting. I didn't do that much. <laughs> but it is really well, no, good. but like they built up so much of the DLC that they've announced. Like they made the thing where you can now like build your own robots. They're gonna have like oh, really? workshop stuff. Maybe. They just oh, announced no. a, they just announced some DLC where you can actually create your own <laughs> vault in the game with really? like no. vault uh, with like. Uh, exercises for the tests and stuff. For I thought you were going to say exercise equipment, and I was for, like, "Oh, you can make a gym." Well, kind of. For so like, fun. I cared about that stuff a lot more when I was younger, but now I wish I still really like it. But I wish I could share it with people. I wish other people could see. Like, if I made a vault, I wish I could have friends that come to my vault. Uh, they have see, that because yeah. called... in Minecraft, that's the only the thing that kept me going was there's like four of my friends would play and be like, "Ooh, come look at my house," yeah. you know, and yeah. you can come inside. And like, this is it. They made it. It's called. <laughs> this, is the uh, this is the bedroom. <laughs> it's like, called okay, Mario Maker. You can go do that right now. Oh, okay, but that's go. levels. That's a little different. I want to slightly different. <laughs> slightly <laughs> <Split> different. <hairs. laughs> I really think like the crafting and like the like the inventory management part of things, and it, like it comes down to this sort of like deconstruction of game mechanics in yep. kind of a cool way. So honestly, it. the way I think like like Farmville and things like that <laughs> oh, got so popular yeah. is that yeah. people really, when it comes down to it, like the making a mess and cleaning it up. They yeah. like it in life and they like it in games. And I just <laughs> yeah. kind, of, sick, sick kind of what it is, you know? We're all secretly in supply it. chain yeah. management. <laughs> you like the chaos. <laughs> you like it. You like making that. But no, yeah. So, yeah, over time I've gotten it. And then last one, real quick, to your joke, music. What's your big, what's your big, what's your big? I don't know. <laughs> sorry, Johnny. But, like, what's your, what's your, what's, like, one game that, like, you're, like, the music really stood out? We just talked about. Well, this. I know. Well, I know we did, but Dylan wasn't here for it. You know, I will say I meant, I said Oblivion because yeah. I love Oblivion so much. But uh, I re-listened to Skyrim. So if you go to YouTube, you can do. Um, you get Jeremy's whole so many like there's a playlist about him and whatnot. But he has a Skyrim towns and atmospheres or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's just I never really listened properly. I guess I don't know why Oblivion stuck in my head more. But Skyrim has pretty Skyrim's great. It has, but yeah. the mellow stuff. That's yeah. what I really like. Not the crazy fighting stuff. Just walking in into the town. Background Skyrim, music. Yeah, yeah. It's, Skyrim's is really good. Yeah, I find myself. I have a there's a uh, video game music playlist on Spotify that I listen to when I'm trying to work or concentrate. It's cool, yeah. And um, every time uh, an Oblivion or a Skyrim game comes on, my ears always go. I'm just gonna stop what I'm doing. Just listen. This is working. Yeah, (laughs) nice. Just the loading screen, Oblivion. Sorry. It actually didn't come up in the music sode, and it should have. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII had a fantastic mm. sound. Yeah, I've heard, it, I've heard a couple of times. No, no, wait, yeah. no, I said the wrong one. Final Fantasy VIII, not seven. Mm. Screw seven. Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VIII had a fantastic it. soundtrack. There's one track called uh, The Man with the Machine Gun. That's a good one. Really good. That's, a really that good. One. That's a really good track. And then actually Kingdom Hearts. When mm. the Kingdom Hearts 2 title screen music starts playing... I'd just cry. <laughs> like, especially if it's nighttime and I'm driving with the windows down through the rural areas of Mississippi. I'm like, <laughs> it's so perfect. It's the exact scenario. <laughs> I have to say my right now, uh, because, you know, as I get into the game and, you know, not as into it, the soundtrack kind of come and go. Uh, but the ones that I'm really on right now are Dragon Age Inquisition and Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. All Witcher the, 3 have a good soundtrack? Oh, my God. Really? It's uh, like I was saying in the, in the music episode that I love a good a track that's got like strong vocal stuff hmm. witcher 3 has some a few tracks i know uh steel for steel for men and silver for monsters those two different those two tracks have an excellent vocal addition to it hmm. uh just kind of like the uh, a, a wailing almost with a very strong like driving <laughs> that's how i yes. sing <laughs> kind of kind of yeah. like that it's just to and it really you get the idea that you're like it's 
sends the message that you're fighting this monstrosity. Right, right, right. That's cool. And so it really fits really well. And then, like I said earlier in the episode, Inquisition has that feel of just like epicness and traipsing across mountaintops and, mm-hmm. you know, a grand adventure kind of thing. So I, <laughs> that's, why, that's why those two are, are for me, the, the tops right now. So. All right, we're done. I think so. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I can't <laughs> think of anything. I can't really think of anything else to touch on. That's, on a, that's for a good, now. good topic though. It was I love, cool. like, I, I know RPGs. I like how we hit, we hit side, uh, side quests a long time ago. Uh, we did now. do an episode on side quests. Yeah. yeah. And did so, really? the, yeah, we did. <laughs> was I here for that? Like you were. It was a long <laughs> time ago. It was like, 10 yeah. or something like that uh, but <laughs> episode 10 you know now all this time has gone by oh my all this stuff. <laughs> my and gosh. we're just old pros at this now and now we just can't keep it track anymore because there's just too many on the on the mind that we've done podcasting legends really yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, let's call we were it trying to, I was let's trying to be humble around. About it, but he said it so <laughs> yeah podcasting we're at 30 legend. so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, sure yeah we've yeah. last longer we've, than every other podcast <laughs> we've done it we've made it we've made it big time <laughs> But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this epic adventure into the world of RPGs and things of that nature. <laughs> and uh, so, Strong exit. Good. <laughs> you know, it's got to be a strong episode and then I just got to flub it up on the exit. Yeah, that's how, so it's got to be some that's how, that's how it always goes. And then you'll it's, appreciate the good. Exactly. Everyone will be like, man, that was a good episode. I Only can, because I can the, overlook bad, the, the ending was so bad. I realized that the beginning was so good. The content was great. <laughs> But no, thank you for joining us on our adventure into the world of RPGs. Until next time, I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined on my right by Rachel Mogan. Peace out. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Later. And our special guest, Dylan Biles. Thanks for joining us, Dylan. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. See you all next time.